Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. Okay, let me start with a question. Have you ever donated to Wikipedia? I know, probably not. I never have either, even though you see the banner all the time. Well, Elon Musk wants to give Wikipedia the biggest donation in its history. How much money are we talking about? $1 billion. That's right. He wants to give them $1 billion on one condition. They want He wants them to change the name from Wikipedia to D-Wordopedia, to D-Wordopedia. Wow. Uh, if you don't know by now, Elon's has this long-standing feud with Wikipedia Uh, He says it's open source encyclopedias full of crap. I mean, I agree, but this is yet another example of Elon Musk making a valid point and then following up, acting like a 12-year-old. Oh, speaking of Wikipedia, according to Wikipedia, India is the world's largest producer of spices. That's right. Then again, you should always take statistics from Wikipedia with a pinch of salt. Oh, that was a great one. That was a great one. I I heard you laugh on that one. After all, I'm Kim Commando, America's digital goddess here with you. It's the most trusted show, the biggest show about all things digital. And you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And for those of you tuning in for the first time, a warm welcome. Delighted to have you join us. And to our regulars, it's great to have you back. And you can find my award-winning show across 420 fantastic stations here in the United States. And if you want to listen on your own time, not a problem. Just open your favorite radio app and search for Commando. And if you're more into podcasts and webcasts and you want to get those commercial free, head over to commando.com and join the community. You get a 30-day free trial, by the way. And then we have discounts for everybody. I swear, if you're a senior, a student, service personnel, you are going to get a discount, I assure you. And somebody asked me recently, so how old do you have to be to get that senior discount, Kim? I'm like, I don't know, 35. <laughs> Everybody gets a discount. We should probably just lower the price. It's only like four bucks a month. So anyway, head over to commando.com and hit that button that says community. And a special shout out goes to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women and the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard and the Space Force in 175 different countries. And I know that you have at least a few questions I can lend a hand to. And that's why our T-Mobile unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. And over on the website, commando.com, there's a button that says email Kim. And that's where you can post a question to me, and I read every single note that you send there. And it's my total labor of love. I check out 35 different websites every single day to make sure that you're up to date with the top five things you need to know about tech. And let's start with Meta. Wow, they just revealed their latest invention. No, it's not some wonky glasses. It has nothing to do with the metaverse. They've actually found a way to scan your brain and recreate the images that you're thinking about. They're calling it brain decoding, and it's using AI. And it's actually what they say is a non-invasive neuroimaging technique. Those were their words. Uh, In other words, in plain English, it means that they're taking thousands of brain activity measurements every single second. Lots and lots of data points. Now, in this study, it's kind of like an MRI. They showed participants an image. And then the participants thought about that image and then boom, an almost identical image pops up. I mean, think about an airplane, an airplane pops up. Think about an apple, 
and Apple shows up on the screen. I saw it. This works. Now, these replicated images are almost 100% spot on to what the person was actually thinking. So what is Meta going to use this technology for? Anyone? Anyone? Well, they say it will help people with neurological issues, of course, who have lost their ability to speak. But come on, they're going to be reading our minds. Yeah, talk about invading our privacy there. Uh, number two on our list, have you watched The Golden Bachelor? It's the highest rated debut for a reality series since last year. You got Jerry Turner, an active 72-year-old guy, meeting 22 potential life partners. Okay, maybe that's not your cup of tea, but Jerry's not alone in the over 50 love hunt. Uh, Pew Research says that 62% of all adults over 50 are flying solo. And then they're swiping right, online that is. Now, they're not on Tinder, but they're on other sites like Silver Singles. You can dive into a personality test that tells you what you're looking for and the height of a date, color eyes, if they're going to kiss you on the first date. Uh, Photos of matches are super blurry until you pay 40 bucks a month. Yeah. For those of you who want a love match and a faith match, there's Catholic match, Christian Mingle, and J-Date. And there's a free option called Senior Match. You get some basic information, height, weight, age, political views, things like that. Uh, But then you're probably going to want the premium plan for $30 a month. And just be careful, folks. There are so many scammers on these sites. And if you're wondering if you're getting scammed, I want you to call me. I want to be able to help point you in that direction to love or not. Uh, Number three in our list, it's not a phone, it's a fashion statement. What's that? Imagine being able to match your smartphone with your outfit's color with just a hit of the button. It's kind of like a Star Trek bracelet that you're going to put around your wrist. Uh, Motorola says it's going to be the first wearable smartphone. It uses AI to scan the pattern on your clothing. So no worries that you're just not matching 100%. You're having that glamour don't moment. Uh, It can also lay flat or be folded into a standing display. I think that's really something. And I know what you're thinking, Kim, when the machines finally rise up and access my fitness data on my smartphone bracelet, I'll be okay because they're going to realize I'm not really a threat. Uh, Number four on our list, if you have a young gamer at home, I want you to listen up because they're probably hanging out on Twitch. They may be live streaming their gaming, talking to pals, but... Wherever there are children online, there are, what, predators. And on Twitch, it's easy for those predators to get info on your kids. New study says that anonymous viewers of Twitch live streams can actually grab personal information easily. Home addresses, locations. Uh, researchers look at the streams from 100 miners and took a look data at nearly 2 million Twitch streamers. They found that kids under the age of 13 shared their name, location about 50% of the time. Wow. Got to have that tech talk with the kiddos, folks. There's just no way around it. And finally, this coming in at number five. Wow. A lot of parents are using their ring cams as babysitters. Stacy and Darren were doing just that. They were watching their 13-year-old daughter in the backyard, and it notified them that she was on the live cam. Get this. Her daughter wasn't alone on the swing set. She had an unexpected guest. Uh, It's big, it's brown, it's fuzzy. Yeah, a huge bear was lurking right behind their daughter who was on this swing set. The daughter had zero idea because she was jamming to her music with her headphones on. So her mom, Stacy, just jumps into action, calls her daughter and says, Honey, I don't want you to freak out and be scared, 
but there's a bear right behind you. Now, this is where I think the daughter is extremely brave. She waits for the bear to walk away and then just calmly walks right into the house. Wow. Wow, smarty pants right there. Okay, here's one for the kids. You ready? What do you call a bear missing an ear? What do you call a bear missing an ear? A bee. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. They'll get better, I promise. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. All right, we have a special treat in store because I know that so many of you have Ring products. Okay, look around the next time you go out your house. Now, if you truly are paying attention, wow, I bet you're going to notice that there's a security camera pointed in your direction no matter where you look. And then it's at gas stations, on freeways, in stores, parking lots, you name it. Well, what about Amazon's Ring doorbell cams? Okay, they got together and they launched an app called Neighbors a while back. And the whole idea is that it's going to keep neighborhoods safe where folks can share video clips and photos from their cameras and everybody can see what, exactly what's going on. Well, law enforcement agencies have also used it to gather evidence in crimes. So how much? Well, about 2,600 police and close to 600 fire departments are now partnered up with Ring and Amazon. So how exactly can your footage and photos be used? Is this a red flag for your privacy? How exactly does the Neighbors app work? Well, these are questions that I had, and I know that you do too. So when I ran across this story from the markup with Lam Trivo, and she's a data analyst there, I thought, you know what? We totally have to have Lam on board with us and explain this whole complicated thing. So joining us right now is Lam. Thanks for being here. Um, let's start at the beginning. These ring doorbells, how exactly do they work with the police departments? Ring doorbell cameras have a companion app called Neighbors. Okay. And if you are part of that um, Neighbors network, you have... Um, you can, if you want to, post footage that you record with your Ring camera and then write about it. And whenever you write a post on one of those platforms, on the platform Neighbors, um, it might trigger an automated alert to a police officer um, who might have signed up to receive crime alerts from that particular neighborhood. And so these crime alerts are what you might expect? Is it like a car stolen, somebody breaking in? Uh, somebody exactly. loitering and uh, and, yes. and along those natures. And so so there's, what, 2,600 police departments that are signed up. Uh, are we talking big, big cities along with small cities and townships? It is all kinds of cities. Like it's big cities like um, 
LAPD um, signed up for it. Um, NYPD just joined uh, that service in November of last year, but then also smaller police departments. I did some reporting last year on Brookhaven, which is a small sort of suburb of um, Atlanta. All of those police departments, all they have to do is write a little application, submit it to Ring, and when they're like, oh yeah, this is an authority that we wanna work with, that we uh, allow into the platform, a, a police department can join that platform, and then any police officer of that department can sign up for different um, areas and get those alerts. And so if somebody sends an alert, the police department receives it, what happens next? So interestingly enough, most of the time people post on these platforms because they want to alert their neighbors. And oftentimes they don't know that when they're posting about a crime, it might go directly to a police officer, right? right. And so once a police officer receives that, they might look at that and be like, oh, maybe there's another person in that neighborhood that I should look into. But basically, I found that there are some police officers in one data set that we looked at in, um, at the LAPD who had 10,000 of those emails. And he received 10,000 over the course of one and a half years. So it's very unclear what that does for solving crimes, especially because the majority of these kinds of crimes that are being posted are about package theft or about catalytic converters being stolen. And um, most people I've talked to in different neighborhoods know that the police probably won't come and do anything about those kinds of crimes. Yeah, see, and that's a, an important distinction because mm -hmm. how do you define a crime? What mm -hmm. constitutes a crime and the, the urgency of that crime? And so if I'm submitting this to an app, and then it goes to uh, somebody, you know, who's sitting at a desk and says, okay, well, you know, this looks like it's, I mean, is there truly somebody who's looking at every single instance on this neighbor's app or is it done like, you know, at the end of a day or something like that? So oftentimes we try to speak to the LAPD. We reached out multiple times, both uh, personally and then also to the public um, public information officers, they didn't want to talk about it. And they said they do not work with Ring and they don't see the usage of Ring and Neighbors as a partnership. But what we did find was in the data trove that we received from LAPD, we saw that police officers would sometimes post on the Neighbors platform and be like, hey, have you seen this? Or there, someone told us about this. Could you be on the lookout for this kind of person or this kind of car? And oftentimes, from what we can see in the responses to these postings, there wasn't really much helpful information uh -huh. um, that people posted. We saw a lot of um, complaints from people about homeless people um, in their neighborhoods. We saw a lot of folks starting to get really uh, upset about um, crime in their neighborhood, but it wasn't really the fruitful and productive relationship that you might hope some yep. of these ring cameras would bring to you. And so that seemed to be what we saw from the vast majority of the information that we looked at. And so maybe every once in a while, police might be able to work with neighbors and the people who are on neighbors to find uh, one or two criminals. But there are other implications to using this technology and kind of believing that it makes your neighborhood safer. When the, when the average consumer checks that box to say, yes, I'm gonna let the police department have access to my cameras and my footage, uh, do do the do the police have to come back each time and say I, I need to see between Tuesday between two p.m. and four p.m. or do they have access to all that footage automatically? So they don't have access to that footage automatically. 
there is so the only way in which police can actually tap into your camera directly are by um, or request footage from the company and circumvent you are through a warrant. So if there's a warrant out for some someone's arrest, they can work with, let's say, um, Ring to get that footage. Did you do any research on what Amazon does with all the footage? A lot of the reporting around Amazon Ring cameras um, started in, let's say, 2019 when Amazon also started, uh, uh, Ring started really reaching out to police departments. Um, there are also two instances recently where Ring provided footage from a consumer to police, apparently without a warrant and without the consent of the consumer. Ooh, ouch, that's yeah. bad. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, really appreciate okay. you setting some light on what's going on with these ring doorbells and the police and, and really our privacy. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me. You betcha. Okay, so maybe you're sitting there saying, Kim, you know, this sounds well and good, but maybe I'm not 100% sure that I want to have the activity from my ring doorbell, my ring cameras being sent to who knows who, sent over to the police department, you know, and what exactly is going to be happening with that. Well, you have a couple of ways that you can opt out. You can do it within the Ring app itself. But remember, all these videos are actually being sent through the Neighbors app. So the way that you want to opt out of sending your footage to the police, if that's what you want to do, is you're going to open up the Neighbors app, tap your profile icon, go to Settings, Privacy Settings, and then Law Enforcement Requests. And I know you're saying, I just lost all that. I don't know what to do. Well, simply head over to commando.com. We have the link right there on how you can do this, the easy and fun way, and all the steps so you don't miss a thing. founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. All righty. I know that so many are going to be driving over the holidays. So that's why in just a few minutes, I have some Google Maps, Apple Maps, and Waze tricks, tips, and secrets. Yes, say that three, four times really fast. Let's do it again. Let's see if you can say it with me. Waze tips, tricks, and secrets. Waze tips, tricks, and secrets. Okay, yeah. See, it's really hard. Not just for me as a national talk show. It's for anybody to say it like that. And then later on, a great tip on how to stop missing these important emails. All right, before we go back to all of your phone calls, let's talk about your TV. You know, your TV is probably spying on you right now because these TV makers, like for example, Vizio, they make more money selling viewer data than they do selling television themselves. It's just really nuts. So is your TV spying? What are some signs? If you see any unusual network activity, it may be using a lot of data, sending data to strange IP addresses. You can look in your router's logs for that. Tracking features. 
Some smart TVs will monitor your viewing habits and send data to these third-party advertisers, data brokers, or even the manufacturers who's going to sell it to who knows who. You can definitely opt out by going into your TV settings, and you're going to have some privacy options. Now, I cannot, of course, give every step here for every TV make and model, but we do have them over on the website. So head over to commando.com and search for TV privacy, and that tip's going to pop right up for you. All right, back to the phones we go with Drew in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Hello there, Drew. Uh, Tim, it's a great pleasure to talk to you. I listen to you. I've read a lot of your uh, newsletters for many years. Well, thank you, Drew. I appreciate that. What's going on? Well, I'm helping two young ladies start up a business, and they're in equine therapy. Nice. Which they rehabilitate horses. They're both, um, one's a college graduate, and one's got trade school. They have some before and after pictures, but I'm trying to help them by maybe taking videos and posting videos, but we know, we don't know enough about video equipment, recording equipment. Do you Mm -hmm. have any suggestions there? Um, When they are working with the horses, are are they in the stall itself? Well, it it could be various things. Most of the times they're using their hands, so okay. it's hard to hold something and do it. They have like a, a treadmill that's underwater that they can exercise the horses on. Um, and so a lot of times it actually, believe it or not, takes two people to work with that. So, um, And then they do some hoof repair and um, leg um, wraps and things. Mm-hmm. So they're always using their hands. So we're trying to find something that, I guess, uh, attaches to them or stands up or something like that. Well, you, you have a couple of options. Um, thinking like, um, there are, there are a few options. Like for example, you, we could recommend a GoPro hero camera that is uh, water resistant 5k video and they have different pla- different holders for it. So that you could put it on a helmet, you could put it on a hat. She could be wearing almost like a little vest with this right in the middle so that while she's moving around doing her hands, she hasn't touched, she doesn't have to touch anything, okay? Uh, of course, there's also tripods and gorilla pods, and so these have flexible legs, and so they you could mount the camera, your phone, whatever it may be, and on one of these tripods that literally can wrap around a tree. It could wrap around... Um, mm-hmm on a post or whatever it may be. And so the whole idea is that whatever video that we're going to get, we want to make the video as stable as possible. And when we talk, when we talk about stability, there's nothing like a beautiful tripod for you to do this because this way you can set it up even on uneven surfaces using, like I said, a gorilla pod. And then we make sure that that video is always stable. It's always right where it is. Uh, and where the line of sight has to be. And then it's not going to take a whole extra time, effort, energy for the gals to actually just say, okay, I'm going to put this video here. This is going to be my line of shot. And then when they get done, they just suck that video in and then they edit it up into a, you know, 60, 90 uh, second or five minute, whatever it may be, video that they can post on social media, uh, whether it's on TikTok, uh, Instagram Reels, Facebook, or even on their YouTube channel. What, what is the goal of the video? Well, the goal of the video is one sort of a marketing to get the, the name out there and, and, and so people can see them. Of course, it's always great if people get, I'll say, locked on to the channel and want to see more and more of it. 
Mm-hmm. They have some very unique cases where these animals have been, I would say, severely hurt, and they're able to rehabilitate them. Um, and so they have the before and after pictures that are very impressive. But along the way, it's, to me, very interesting. I think other folks would find it interesting. Okay, so you know, so knowing that, here's how probably a typical video is going to end up. Uh, what is your daughter's name? Sydney. Okay, so Sydney's going to stand there and look at the camera and say, okay, we have Drew the horse here, okay, and and Drew's not doing so good because of these three things. So we're going to try to get Drew back into action by doing doing, uh, this type of therapy. So then you cut to where... Uh, how Drew is walking, uh, whatever it may be at this point. And then there's another shot of the video of uh, of Sydney and the helpers, you know, getting Drew into the treadmill, whatever it may be. And then where she's describing what's going on and then how many times, how, how many times he's been in there, how long this is going to take. And then at the end, we see Drew just prancing around and galloping and having a great life. Okay. Okay, so we need to be able to capture all three of those situations at that point in order to create a video that will be compelling. That would be a longer video versus a shorter video that would just take little snippets of each and every one of them. So that said, you know, your iPhone and your Samsung, whatever it may be, it has a great camera. It really does. So what I'm going to say is recommend uh, a nice tripod, an external battery pack. So this way she doesn't have to be connected to power for anything and right. to use the, her phone camera that she has. Uh, and then if that, if she wants to expand her horizons to look at a GoPro uh, hero nine, a black one. And like I said, it's water resistant. That's the camera that she can, uh, that she can just put on her person, whether it's on a helmet, right. a hat uh, or just a type of vest. And then, of course, then we get into social media where you're going to have Instagram stories. Uh, Facebook has their stories as well. YouTube has something called shorts and TikTok. And then, you know, at some point, she's probably going to want her own blog or website. And uh, but there's so much more that can go around with this. But the first step is just to create those initial videos. Right. 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 Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, so that's where that's where that storyboard comes into play that I talked about that. Right. Uh, where we're going to get this shot, this shot, this shot, this shot, because otherwise you're just recording aimlessly and without any reason. And then that becomes really difficult and more tedious to edit at the end. So if you know the shots that you want to get in the beginning, that's when you can get that tripod, put that tripod there, make sure everything's charged up. If not, it's on an external battery pack. So if things get longer, that she's not going to be losing all these terrific shots and, uh, and then editing it in. So the storyboard, uh, let's start there. And if you have any questions afterwards, you want me to talk to Sydney, whatever it is, love to chat with her about more about the videos, what her goal is, what she's trying to accomplish short-term as well as long-term in social media, of course, building up followers. But what is the ultimate goal? Like you said, building the brand for what reason? And that's when we need to come up with a little bit of a marketing plan. But we're going to start with the tripod, start with the battery pack. And uh, if you need any help afterwards, just give me a shout back. I'm here for you. And thanks for your call today, Drew.
There's always so much to cover. I could write a whole book on how to get your whole business online and social media and email marketing. Hmm, maybe I'll do that someday. All right, so you're going to be driving around the holiday season, which I know you're like, holiday season? Yeah, it's actually here. So here are some tips that you may not think of, like Google Maps. Maybe you don't want everybody to know where you're going because maybe you're going to be buying some surprises. So on Google Maps, a lot of people don't know this, that you can actually have incognito mode, just like you do in a browser. What you do is you tap your profile picture on the top right corner and then turn on incognito mode. Now, if you use Waze, wow, this is really important. Your username and where may appear on publicly available maps. So friends can also see your name and photo. To stop that, you need to go invisible. Tap my Waze settings and privacy and then turn on go invisible. Now, also, I want you to stop reaching for your phone on the road. Now, your smart assistant, you can say, give me directions home. Where am I? How long until I get there? Find a gas station. Do you love me? Do you love Kim Command? No, I'm just teasing you about that. But start using voice commands. Now, if you want to save a few bucks at the pump, you can go ahead and use Gas Buddy. Also, in the Waze app, you can find gas prices that are crowdsourced. Now, Apple Maps remembers your searches, too, just like with Google. And what you want to do is open Apple Maps, swipe up to open the informational panel, and then you're going to see your history under Recents, and that's where you can go ahead and tap Delete. Now, if you need these steps again, head over to commando.com, and when you're there, hit that link that says Show Fix. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. All right, let's see who's next. Uh, Morris in Houston, Texas. Hello there, Morris. Well, I'm a senior citizen. I thought I knew how to deal with computers, but uh, I guess I'm wrong. I had to switch from a from a Mac to a to a PC. I my house flooded a couple of years ago, and we had to take pictures of all the uh, items that were damaged. Uh, uh, and sorry to hear that. Not only did I take, yeah, me too. It's the worst calamity that ever happened to us. Um, I took pictures. I had friends take pictures. And so I wound up getting uh, pictures from memory sticks, from iPhones um, and tablets. And I also, like I said, switched from a Mac to a PC. The bottom line is I have thousands of pictures on my PC. And now I just found out not only do I have all those pictures, but I've actually got multiple files with the same name. And many of the pictures I have are quadruplicates, you know, it, it's crazy. Now I started doing it. I started going through one file and, uh, you know, I could, I, you could easily find the duplicates or mm-hmm. quadruplicates in my case. 
and delete them. But it took forever just to go through, you know, one page of that. And I've got pages and pages and pages. So what I'm looking for. And let me just let me just stop you right there. Mars, I am not coming over to your house and getting rid of all your duplicate photos. (laughs) I I wish you would. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I'm just trying to get an app that is safe, reliable, that will uh, find all those duplicate pictures and basically not to delete them because it may inadvertently yeah. uh, take a picture that shouldn't be deleted. And, you know, it got deleted. And of course you can't get it back, but move it over into a temporary file. And, you know, then I, I'd be happy with that and do that. And you know, I don't mind paying for a, sure. uh, an app that can do that because it'll save me right, hours well, and hours and well, hours. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, there's one that works on Windows and Mac, and you're interesting because most people go from Windows to Mac. You went from Mac to Windows, but that's okay. Um, well, I I had a lot of problems with my Mac. It turned out being very very slow, and I actually called the Apple people, and they did their best in getting rid of some junk things that I had on there, and it just didn't work. Yeah, you know what? I, I Every you know, up. it's to each its own. You know what I mean? Whatever you yeah, like. I mean, yeah. some people like Hondas, some people like Harleys. Uh, right. Uh, the uh, program that I'm going to recommend is called Duplicate Photo Cleaner. We have links to it over at commando.com. It's uh, it's not very fancy. It does the job. But I think one of the features that you will like is that it will put all your duplicates into a separate folder. So it's just not automatically go, oh, these are two pictures of a faucet. He only needs one. And you're like, no, that wasn't a faucet. That was my leg or whatever it may be. Uh, mm-hmm. Then there's also uh, another one called CCleaner. That this program's been around for quite a while. CCleaner, and but there's a, a paid version that also will find duplicate photos as well as files because you said you also meant files. So uh, take a look at Duplicate Photo Cleaner or CCleaner, and then you're going to be like, oh, thank you, Kim Commando. All the duplicates are gone. Thank you for your call today, Morris. Hey, by the way, we have a lot of tips and steps written out for you for free over at commando.com on how to get rid of duplicates because it's a real major hassle. It is. I mean, it's just like just waste time, space, energy, because when you're trying to find something, you find two of everything. But speaking of finding photos, I just showed this to Barry the other day. He was trying to find pictures of our boat. He's scrolling, 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 scrolling. And then his buddy Jim next to him, he's scrolling, scrolling, trying to find pictures of his boat. And I'm listening to these guys to complain about all the pictures that they have and they can't find pictures of their boats. And I'm like, guys, in the search, just type in boat. And they both looked at me like, whoa, mind blown. (laughs) Yeah, they typed in boat and all the pictures of the boat just popped up. I was like, yeah, uh, maybe you need to listen to the show every once in a while, guys, just saying. Okay, here's a pro email hack that lets you pick and choose which email notifications to get. I mean, because you don't want to get an email notification because you're getting thousands of emails a day. But if it's from your spouse, your boss, uh, your doctor, your partner, whoever it is, you want to make sure that you get that email and you're notified of it. So with Gmail and Outlook, you can turn on alerts and sounds for only specific email addresses. On the Gmail app, tap the menu and settings. And then from your account, you're going to tap email notifications and then select high priority only. So for all of your high priority contacts, you're going to notify that you got an email Similar setup for Outlook, you're going to turn on Focused Inbox. And by default, it's only going to notify you if an important sender actually sent you a note. 
All right, if you learned one thing, if you groaned at a bad joke, okay, I want you to tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show and also our podcast because knowledge is power and you can find me always at commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. 